0: Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, you'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at love, linked in the show notes.
1: You know, the first date is, is not the same as a typical first date. You know, it's more like, what's your timeline for getting pregnant? Uh, you know, how much money do you make? And like, what's your what what off hours do you have? What's your schedule? Do you travel a lot?
0: Imagine living your normal day and getting your car fueled up on demand. Seriously, check out L.A. Startup Refill Fuel and enter code. We are Tech for ten dollars off.
2: Welcome. We're back with the We are LA Tech Podcast. And my name is Casey Bombasi, UX Consultant Extraordinaire, and I'm guest hosting the podcast while the wonderful Esprit is out getting things done. She's known as the girl who gets things done, and we are in here getting a podcast done. Today I am in the studio with Ivan Fitovic. And Ivan, tell us a little bit about what you're doing and what's so great about it.
1: Hey, uh, my name is Ivan Fitovic. I'm the CEO and founder of My Damily which is a new way to family. We're a dating platform for people who are ready to start a family.
2: That's awesome. And uh, I mean, that that's a big deal. You know what I mean? Starting a family. uh, We've known it to be very traditional and conservative over the years. Mm -hmm. This is a, uh, I mean, I would say a large step for most people to think of like, okay, you know I mean? We've got tinders and uh, okay cupids and match.com. Uh, how, how is, is yours different than that? Is it, you know what I mean? Just tell us sure. a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Um, so I started it after a night out with uh, some of my girlfriends in New York city who we were all in our thirties and s- everyone was single. Everyone had no kids, no marriage, uh, nothing on the horizon or just getting out of a relationship. Um, and a lot of the women in particular were starting to feel the pressures of the biological clock. And uh, you know, everyone was a successful professional in their twenties and thirties uh, focused on career, always thought there would be plenty of time to start a family later in life once you're, you know, you, you're financially secure and you feel more ready. Then, you, you know, 30 comes around and you're like, oh, I'll, I'll do that when I'm 35. And then 35 comes around. You're like, oh, my God, I'm almost 40. Um, I still don't have a kid. I don't have, you know, Mr. Or Mrs. Wright on the horizon, Uh, especially for the women. Um, they started to feel like they they had a, a sh- at the time was running out to, yeah. To, uh, to start f- trying to think of someone they, they can have a kid with. They started looking at other options. They started looking at thinking of being a single mom, getting a sperm donor or adopting a kid, but they really didn't want to be a single mom. Single mom is you know, really tough. It's yeah, tough being a single parent, expensive. Um, they wanted someone else to be involved. They also wanted that male influence in their life. One girl in particular, um, she would go out and meet guys at bars and or go on her Tinder dates and stuff. And right. and, and after a few drinks, be like, I, I want to have three kids in the next five years. Uh, <laughs> you know, not exactly what a guy wants to hear first time meeting someone. Sure. She's <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm going to find someone else that feels exactly the same way that I do. And as a total joke, I told her, uh, you're on a different type of dating site called uh, right. And Is that a real it, site?
2: No, oh, I just okay. made it <laughs> okay. up.
1: And and a, and a few of the girls were like, you know what? That sounds weird, but that sounds like something actually that I would consider looking into because like I really have this problem. I need to solve it. I'm i frustrated with the casual short-term relationships that I'm finding on places like Tinder and Match.com and OkCupid. So a little lightning bolt went off in my head and I started like just doing some research. I saw there was a couple of uh, co-parenting sites in Europe. One was based in France, one was based in England. But And back then they were really small kind of lamely designs more there were more kind of lgbt sperm donor message board sites um and so i just kind of took what people liked about some dating sites and apps like uh, you know nice big pictures and, and little things about who you are and what you're looking for uh-huh. um and compatibility questions and uh, you know ma- making match recommendations and i just put it towards this purpose of finding a parenting partner finding someone you can start a family with um so we call it the Parenting and Lifestyle Quiz. And then that's how Madame Marie was born.
2: That's cool. That's yeah. very unique. And I think it's a a, a unique uh, market, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, we market everyone from, uh, you know, we trend a little bit older than, say, you know, some people, you know, th- there's not many 18-year-olds on the site yeah. uh, looking <laughs> sure. for it. But there, there's, there are people, you know, a third of the women are actually under 35. Okay. So it's not just women who are around 40 about 20% of the site is LGBT, which I think could grow to even more since now that gay marriage is legal nationally. uh, Lesbian couples, gay couples are looking for egg donors and sperm donors. Some don't, you know, you can go to the sperm bank and and have an anonymous donor where you never get to meet the person and and the child has no idea who their dad is. Um, Maybe when they're 18, they might have a chance to meet that person if they approve that. Uh, Sometimes people prefer a known donor. So if they don't have, you know, the friend that's gonna be your sperm donor, they come to us as well. So that's a large uh, market for us as well.
2: Yeah, that's very cool. And uh, what's, what's kind of the process for that? I mean, you know, I mean, Hey, Mm -hmm. say I'm, I'm wanting to have uh, kids and uh, what, what do I do? Sure.
1: So, um, you know, there's, it depends which route you're choosing. Uh, You know, everyone there is ready to start a family and have kids, whether it's a traditional romantic relationship, whether it's a co-parent where a lot of times it's a gay man and a straight woman become friends they get to know each other for you know almost a year they meet their their family and their friends and they develop a trust before they um decide to move forward and we've had you know dozens of babies born in this fashion where it's say you know will and grace become best friends and they have a kid together sure um and so the process is a lot uh similar to regular dating where you create a profile you talk about you know who you are what you're looking for what type of arrangements you're open to a romantic relationship co-parent or known donor Um, and and then we make match recommendations based on various factors, you know, such as your, your age, lo- your location, uh, religion. How important is that to you? Do you want to meet someone who you want to raise your child in the same religion that you grew up in? Then yeah. we'll only introduce you to people that feel the same way or open to that religion. Um, you know, Income. If you're making a quarter million a year, we're not going to introduce you to someone that makes under fifty thousand a year. If you if you have a master's degree, we're not going to introduce you to people that uh, didn't finish college. You know things uh, things like that, like income, education, uh, race and ethnicity. What what are you open to uh, uh, in that area? Um, And then you answer some questions in the parenting and lifestyle section of 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 what your vision and value system for how you want to raise kids are. Like, do you see them going to private school, public school? What kind of health insurance? Who's going to be responsible for what? Um, and then, you know, obviously there's a developing a trust factor getting, you know, it's not a lot of, a lot of the media has, um, mentioned that, you know, uh, meet a stranger online and have a kid with them, uh, you know, next week or something like that. But it's, yeah. that's not really what it is. Obviously, you know, anyone you meet on Tinder starts off as a stranger right. and then you get to know them. Uh, so this is similar to that, where you, you get to know the person, you meet their friends, you, you you know what their, you know, their jobs and their occupation, their schedule. You sometimes meet their parents and and see what that feels like. Um, and and then before you go forward, we also recommend you talk to uh, modern family attorneys. You can draft co-parenting agreements where you can, um, you know, talk about who's going to be responsible for what, what the custody is going to be like. If this is if you're not in a, in a traditional romantic relationship. Sure. Um. And then you get health and background checks. Uh, You know, we make recommendations for how you should proceed.
2: Yeah, no, it's a very robust system. It's not just like a swipe left, right? (laughs) Which I think is important, uh, especially when you're dealing with children and all that kind of stuff, right? And I I think you know what's interesting too is that this is uh, a lot of the issues you're talking about are very hot button issues, right? Politically, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean. And uh, so I think it's uh, a really interesting opportunity as a tech company to sort of bridge a lot of those gaps and, and open up conversations. And, you know, I, I think with all testing and things like that, people always lie about, you know, right. There's a, a measure of that. How do you guys, uh, you know, sift through that? What do you, you know, or do you even account for that? Or well, is just like, we, hey. we
1: kind of, so there's two different ways. It depends if you're, if you're just a regular subscriber, which gives you access to messaging and, and, um, and information and events, and, and, and auto, you know, algorithm match recommendations, uh, then it's similar to a regular dating site where huh. you have to vet the person yourself. We, we have partnerships with background check companies and health check companies that if you want to check this person out, you can do that. Um, and then we also started a personal matchmaking services for, uh, you know, where you have a personal matchmaker assigned to you. Um, they're interviewing and vetting everyone before you, they get introduced to you. Um, so that's for, you know, more higher tier clientele that, uh, or just someone that doesn't have the time to, you know, go on a million meetings and dates and, and, and until they find the person that they, that they would be interested in in moving forward with.
2: Yeah. So you kind of have uh, measures of packages and and levels of commitment. I mean, we're
1: even talking to, uh, genetic testing companies where, you know, kind of like a 23andMe where you can see if the person is predisposed to any diseases or, um, you know, cystic fibrosis or, or something like that. What's the, what's the health and cancer history of the, of the, of this person and their family. Um, even what what color what eye color they have and how tall they're going to be and I mean you can you know it it can go in a in a eugenics dire, direction <laughs> as well <laughs> <I was actually laughs> which is not the intent but but uh but you know if you're if you're going this route if you're choosing someone that's going to be the, the father or mother of your of your child then we want to give you all the options
2: yeah no I think that's very interesting and like I said you're, you're touching on a lot of uh, unique sort of ethical questions as well. You know yeah. what I mean, even like you're saying some of the, you, you can get over into the eugenic side of things if right. you're not careful. Right. Uh, but that's, it's really interesting. I, I think the funny thing is a lot of the questions that you probably are asking people, mm-hmm. uh, would just be healthy for any relationship. Exactly. <laughs> you know what
1: I it, mean? You talk about a lot of things, you know, the first date is, is not the same as a typical first date. You know, it's more like, you know, when are you ready? When are you, when are, what's your timeline for getting pregnant? Uh, yeah. you know, how much money do you make? And like, what's your, what? what off hours do you have? What's your schedule? Do you travel a lot? Um, you know, things to determine, uh, if this is a right fit for, um, someone that you can, you could have kids with because people are on an accelerated timeline than say, so, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend where, you know, you usually date for years, you move in together and do that a lot of the people on the site are uh, past all that and they're, and they're interested. And this is not a, you know, if it's, and sometimes it develops into a romantic relationship, but it, it, in in terms of co-parenting and known donors, uh, you know, especially the known donors where, where they, these say it's a lesbian couple, you know, they, they want to be the primary parents. They don't right. want to, they don't, most of them don't want a third person involved, but they do want the child to know who their bio dad is. And that person has, is like a great uncle kind of role where he's not a legal parent. He's not responsible financially. But he is involved, and 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 usually, as a child gets older, that involvement grows over time. Yeah, you know, and I think our generation and and everyone has seen, uh, you know, the fifty percent divorce rates. You know, we all see around us that people are waiting longer to have kids, waiting longer to till they feel secure in their careers, and yeah. or or and women, you know, women's roles decades ago used to be their goal used to just be find the, find the man that's going to be the provider, and then you take care of the house and raise the kids. Now, women, you know, make pretty much as much money as, as men do. And, uh, I know some people will argue about that. And, um, uh, so, so they have more choice. They're more independent. They don't have to rush. They don't have to settle. Um, and then there gets to a point where, where, you know, you're tired of looking for the one you're tired of waiting for Mr. Right to come around and you just want to take, uh, you know, achieve one of these life goals on, on, and take control of your own timeline with that.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Why, uh, why, why did you choose LA? Are you born and raised here or, um,
1: actually I started the company in New York, Okay, but, um, I've, I was, I was born on the East coast in Northern New Jersey, but I've been living in LA for 20 years. Okay. And, um, before that I worked in an entertainment business, um, at one of the large talent agencies representing, you know, actors, writers, directors. Uh, and then I went back to New York, was figuring out what to do next. So was kind of got burnt out on, on that business. Mm-hmm. And, and then, uh, my family started from there. And then I was, I I was in New York for the first, um, maybe two years. I started in 2012. So, uh, I came back to LA. Um, actually I came back to LA by the end. So I started building in 2011, went live in early 2012. And then by the end of 2012, I was back in LA just because, um, this is where I spent most of my adult life. Uh And, uh, and there were some other opportunities going on here that it, that they made it worth coming back and a, and a lot of my you know social network is here too i have a lot of friends and family in new york as sure. well so i actually have to go back there next week but <laughs> nice. um but yeah L- la and i mean i think i think both cities are a uh, are a good market for something like this where there's a lot of single people yeah. and a lot of people that you know have have great careers and don't have uh, the time or they're frustrated with uh, traditional dating and and um And they're looking for alternatives. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. I think it's hard to meeting the right people, finding and exactly.
1: LA might be even harder. I would, I
2: would. uh, I would imagine. I mean, I've I've actually never been really single in my adult life. (laughs) I've been married for 18 years. Oh, wow. uh, Kids? You have kids? I have three kids. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, yeah. So I always look at some friends who are single and I'm like, man, I would not want to be single in LA right now. Yeah. mean just, it just, you know millions of people yeah. all over the place, everywhere. How do you vet them? You yeah. Know and I mean? everyone's you, trying to
1: be, you know, the next, exactly. forever, yeah. Something. It's like, how do I
2: find just somebody who's genuine, who's honest, you know what I mean? And, uh, straightforward, you know, at least with right. me, you know what right. I mean? And I think, like I said, kind of going to that, the questionnaire thing is that that even helps a number of relationships. I mean, most people will never think to ask those questions. Well,
1: I've talked to a lot of married people where, um, you know, you date someone, you're married, you have kids and then, They've never talked about how they want to raise kids until after they're already married and the kids are already there. You know, they're like, you want to give them flu shots before the age of five? Are you crazy? I don't know. You know, yeah. some, some people are extremely pro that, some people are against that. Private school. Uh, I, w- I was always thinking public school. I can't afford to, I, I have to get a second job if we have to do private school. Right. And, and um, you know, things like that can start a huge, develop huge tension in, yeah. in, in marriages and relationships. And so these kind of, we ask these questions beforehand when you're just getting to know someone. So I think it puts everything out there in the open and you kind of know, you know, where this person stands on certain issues. Yeah.
2: yeah and I can Republican, tell you,
1: you're a Republican. No, yeah. yeah. no, no, I was kidding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, uh, I've done a, like a number of marriage counseling and, and premarital counseling with just having been married so long and, uh, you know, of course. and um, so, yeah, it's like a lot of those questions that you're even talking about, we will, we'll go through and, and people are like, I never like, you know, even in a tradition or even in, in modern times, it's like, who did the dishes growing up? Right. You know what I mean? We'll say, yeah, well, exactly. Well, Dad did them all. Well, then, you know, the wife, you know, thinks that yeah, the husband's going to do them or the, the husband thinks, well, my mom did them the whole time right. or, you know what I mean? Or I had to do them or whatever and change the diapers. Exactly. What right. is that? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's, I think it's actually a really, uh, a really cool way to, uh, you know what I right. mean? To find and to really,
1: have a discussion and, 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 um, and kind of get your mind thinking in this way of like how you're going to, uh, you know, you're going to be responsible for another life and it's not going to be all about you anymore. And you have to, and yet now you're working with this person to raise another person. And, and how's that all going to work? You think it's all going to work How you know, maybe you were raised in the past, but now you're dealing with someone else and you, you have to make compromises and, and, uh, and sometimes you don't you don't get every every uh, every way that you you know some you don't get it your way all the time.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think it cuts through a lot of superficiality as well. Right. I mean, when you think about the you know the number one way a dating app works is here's the image of so and so. You right. know what I mean? And uh, and then you choose from there kind of thing. Right. And, yeah. It's usually, uh, ba-
1: it's usually just based on a picture.
2: Yeah, and it's like that. It's so one sided and, and one dimensional. It's like to right. really be able to get in there and you first talk about what the things you're looking for and then to match somebody with what they're looking for is, is a a really compelling product, I think.
1: Yeah. Oh, thanks.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And, um, tell me a little bit. Um, I mean, so you you came back to LA, Mm -hmm. how do you feel like, uh, the tech community is, I mean, have you found, uh, like a lot of support or you feel like I'm on an Island or how have you felt about that?
1: Um, I mean, it's challenging, especially, you know, when you think tech community, LA has got an amazing tech scene and, uh, and, but when you're thinking also about venture capital money and angels and stuff, there's still a lot going on in San Francisco. And, and I come from a place where like, I didn't know anyone uh, in there yeah, and still, sure. it's still very few. Um, so LA was, it was helpful to, yeah, I've been to a lot of the, you know, like tech star events and, and, and things like that here and come across some, uh, great companies and, you know, I've, and, and through some of those events, I ended up hiring, uh, you know, designers and UX people to build the apps and, yeah. and, um, Marketing people, um, so I think it's pretty you know vibrant. Went to a couple of Snapchat parties. It was mm-hmm. uh, you know I, I think uh, I think there's great things happening here, and I think it's still growing. And uh, and and I think we'll be giving um, you know we're starting to give Silicon Valley a, a run for their money. And and I think a, a lot of people up there think about coming down here. You know the the weather is better. The rents yep. cheap a little bit cheaper at a least. Bit, it's, yeah. yeah, it's I'm almost especially around here. It's not. Uh, Not so much anymore, but, um, but, um, you know, and also, um, a lot of these, a lot of the large companies like Facebook and Snap and, and, um, and Google and Netflix are need to be here because the media is here, the, uh, you know, Hollywood and studios and, and everyone seems to be creating their own, um, content these days and trying to be content owners and not just distributors. And, uh, you know, so I think. I think, uh, I think it's a great place to be right now for for starting new companies.
2: Yeah, definitely. How big is the, what's the size of the company at the moment?
1: Um, well, we have about 10 people, but some of those are freelance, uh, you know, a few engineers, developers, one designer, uh, a couple matchmakers. Um, I, am at, I have to go to New York next week to uh, bring on, I'd like to open the New York office and have a, um, there's a lot of people that need our help over there as well. Sure. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, um, having, I'm meeting with someone to hire another matchmaker over there. But, uh, you know, ev- eventually I see this as being, uh, and we, we kind of had to take a step back because we, when we, when we launched a few years ago, we, we, um, we started getting press all over the world. We started getting, yeah. you know, press in England and Australia and Brazil and, and Germany and, you know, there was maybe a hundred people on the site and that was getting questions like how many babies is born and how, how many right. people are on there? And I'm like, we just launched, uh, you know, last week. Yeah. And it um, takes nine months to have a baby and, yeah. and probably people don't do it on the first date. Um, so but then you feel that the kind of pressure to, to try to help some of those people. And I know a lot of the companies, uh, you know, say like a Facebook or a Tinder, they they started basically in one city or a college campus and, and kind of got things going over there. Before they branched out to to other cities, so now we we are taking a step back and focusing more on, on L.A. and New York because, um, well, two that's where we have two uh, we have the most people, in, in those two places, uh, San Francisco, Toronto, and, and London being the rounding out the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, uh, but you know, trying to get we, we've had no we've had no marketing up till now. We've uh, it's been free incoming press and word of mouth. Um, I've done some test marketing on Facebook, but there's been no, you know, long standing, uh, marketing strategy to, to acquire new users and, or, or, or develop the brand even further. And, and, you know, we're starting to do some of that now we're in, uh, we're, we're in the middle of a, an equity offering right now. Nice. And, uh, you know, depending when that closes, then, then we'll be able to, to do all those, of those things even, even more. And we need to change our, cause a lot of our, a public image right now is based on being a co-parenting no known donor site where people are not in romantic relationships and don't, uh, and, you know, or just never have sex or are friends. But if, if a straight man and a straight woman are looking to have kids, uh, you know, the only co-parenting relationships I've seen is with gay man and straight woman. It's it hasn't been straight man, straight woman. They usually end up dating for, you know, it, maybe they won't get married, right. but they, they do end up dating or find each other attractive. And if they have a kid, uh, they'll be there for the child, but then they maybe they won't stay together as as romantic relationship. But there is one at some point. So I need to I need to kind of get past that barrier of people thinking it's just a place for, you know, non-sexual, non-romantic websites where I think the mainstream opportunity is is introducing you to people who are ready to start family and have kids that are that are open to a romantic relationship as well. Yeah. Um, so you know, there's, we have a lot of work ahead of us.
2: Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> what do you see uh, as kind of your, you said you haven't done any marketing yet. You've got a lot of good, you know, kind of word about mm-hmm. buzz. What do you see as sort of your growth and your marketing plan?
1: Sure. I, uh, I mean, we have about 13,000 members right now. Um, uh, you know, which is is, 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 some people say it's great. Some people say it's small. Like, you know, I, I think a lot of people come on expecting, uh, you know, have a Match.com millions of different right. potential sure. options, yeah. which maybe down the road we can be at. But my goal right now is to, um, is is to get growth in in some of the major cities like L.A. and New York before we can expand to other places like San Francisco and Toronto. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with word of mouth and, um. These days, marketing and social media and Facebook and Google and having a, having a cool, some cool YouTube videos um, with success stories of people yeah. and, 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 and just more information content about how, how it all works and what the process is and who we are and, and, and a little behind the scenes of the company and the employee so there, I mean, there's talks right now. Um, you know, my previous career was in, in, in Hollywood. So, uh, I've been approached by a lot of companies that want to do shows based on the company and the idea. Interesting. So we're, uh, you know, we're, we're talking, we talking to TV networks and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens in the future there. Cause that would, that would kind of put us in a, a different direction for a different way to grow that, right. that most companies don't, aren't able to do. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, uh, you know, most dating sites or apps, uh, they rely they're dependent on heavy marketing you know yeah. tinder was maybe the only one even though they were incubated at match so they had some money behind them and they they did spend money on on getting those early you know attractive women in usc campuses and and stuff like that having events um and then they had some viral growth after that yeah most other sites they're dependent on heavy marketing you know you'll see how many you know match.com commercials do you see on tv how many christian mingle commercials do you see on All tv right. how many elite singles commercials is on commercials? Farmersonly.com. Um, yeah. Farmers only. <laughs> I know. So like the, uh, all of those um, sites there, you know, they, they do spend a lot of money on, on marketing. So us getting the, the message out there that we're, how we're different from those, you know, we're not just a regular dating site. And some people don't even call us a dating site. They call us, you know, a co-parenting site, but, but there is dating involved and that's the message I need to get across. Get across. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's one of the challenges of yeah. every business is, yeah, sort of nailing that pitch, right. you know what I mean, to yeah, the greatest your, market without watering it down exactly. to be so general. Yeah, and, without
1: trying to be and also not trying to be, it's tough trying to be everything as well. Yeah. It's tough trying to be a, a dating site for a romantic relationship and also helping lesbian couples find sperm donors, like, you know, that could easily be two different sites. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe and maybe eventually it will be a kind of kind of based off of the one site and then everyone goes on their own track to to whatever, you know, world they're interested in.
2: Yeah. Have you had a lot of um sort of i mean blowback is kind of the yeah. local term but just i mean with the, even with the concept if like have you felt any resistance or has it been uh, totally. well
1: accepted um you know i think cuz i initially started it to uh help a lot of my friends and peer groups and and coworkers that i saw who were you know successful professionals who were on dating sites and um, uh, you know i initially being that it was a co-parenting site um you know a lot of people they, they're like, wait, but I want to find a husband or a wife. And like, I, you know, like I don't want a non-sexual relationship. But then, you know, trying to get people to understand that it's not that's not exactly what it, it is. It, right. it doesn't have to be that it can be it can be a romantic relationship. It's just a site where people are just ready to have kids. And and um, and uh, isn't that what you want? You want like you, you're trying to you're saying you, you, need, you need to, you know, trying to decouple the idea of maybe you can have the kid without finding the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. Um. Just trying to keep, you know, some of these things are, are ingrained in people for, you know, thousands of years. Yeah. Of of finding, you know, you have to find the husband before you find the kid. Um. And and maybe you don't have to do that. Maybe 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 there's other ways of doing it. And you can still have it all and have your career and and a romantic relationship and um and a child with someone who's who's working with you to raise that child.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Definitely good. Uh, one of the things we always talk about in the LA, we are LA Tech podcast is. Uh, if you have one ask for the community, what would it be? So the ask could be like, oh man, I really need help in this arena. Or you know, one guy was like, hey, I just need to Download the app. You know what I mean? What is right. one thing that you could ask the community for that they could um, they could help? Money? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Well, that's the thing. You're on. Yeah, you're on yeah. Seed Invest. Yeah,
1: we're on Seed Invest right now, which is um an equity crowdfunding platform. Uh, it's 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 about half. It's like half crowdfunding, half accredited investor um base, but. You know, it's tough. It's tough being, you know, initially the, you know, the face of a company and the, and the the main um, person in a company. Where uh, usually early stage VCs and um, and angels and stuff, you know, they they look for people like, what did you do beforehand? So my yeah. background before was was mostly working in Hollywood <laughs> right. and a little bit of uh, in finance. And so you know, not tech scene, not startup scene, not being an entrepreneur and selling a company for X amount of dollars, and then this is my new idea. And, and also not having a small team uh, founding team around me that's that didn't have other jobs and yeah. and were you know completely focused on the idea um, so in that case it is it is hard um, to convince people that this is something that's you know a hundred million dollar idea sure and and uh, and I think a lot of people I mean, it's getting better now, you know now this, you know the stock market is doing really good Bitcoin is going crazy right so people are making money and then, but then there's still a sense of, uh, you know, this could all blow up in your face just like it did 10 years ago. Sure. And, and people are, it's skeptical to invest in something that seems like it's a, it's, it's a new idea or something different. And, um, and also uh, they don't know what they're going to, you know, other, sometimes people don't want to just bring money to the equation. They, they want to be a part of it and they, and they want to have a say and they want to, and they have ideas on how, how this should go. And, and getting finding the right person for that fit um, is you know is always a challenge and we've been you know lucky in the in some of the earlier years so uh, and 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 you know we're 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 at a good pace in, in terms of the, the crowdfunding we have another month left to go and we're um, you know there, there's always a lot of people circling and stuff and you'll sure. see we'll, we'll see who comes to the table for real yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so you're looking for investment and also but you're also uh, breaking even. Right. which is a good thing to know. Yeah, I mean, as we're, an investor,
1: unlike most startups, we you know we actually make money. Yeah, so. <laughs> which is a big deal. Yeah,
2: and that's a great reason to be an investor. It's, yeah, oh hey, yeah, we're not losing anything. Yeah, I mean, yet.
1: my my pitch kind of is like, look, you know, uh, I could spend uh, you know uh, a, s- a small amount of money per month to and I and and still get money back. So let's say we we have these, let's say we have you know five hundred people uh, a day checking out the site. Fifty of those people sign up for free. Five of those people end up paying. Um, I don't know. What if we put some marketing money behind it? And then there's fifty thousand people a day checking out the site, and five thousand people signing up, and then five hundred paying. So I think improving those conversion, those conversion rates, and and, and uh, in different areas, I think is the is the key. So the site is, you know, it is revenue positive. It's making money. Um, I, I'd love it to make more money so I can hire more staff so we can be more efficient and move more quickly to, you know, keep updating the site and maintaining the app. And, you know, right now our app, we just have an iOS app. We need to do an Android app. Sure. And yep. um, uh, you know, it just, it, it helps you, it helps you, uh, you know, build the team, be more efficient and grow, grow at a faster rate. What is one
2: uh, LA tech company or talent that you have come across that has really impressed you?
1: Uh, I like, um, I'm friends with, I don't know if you've heard of Hawk Media. No, I haven't. Oh, um, this guy, Eric Huberman, I think he was in Inc's like, you know, top 30 growing companies of of the year or something like that. But I met him a few years ago. Um, so they're, they're basically like your, your CMO. Like if you can't afford to have a chief marketing person on staff, You know, the you outsource it to them and they do your, you know, your social media, your campaigns or, you know, whatever, whatever, how many how many levels of advertising you want to do. You know, so I met him um, a few years ago and it seemed like he was just kind of getting it started. And then yesterday I I just saw him on a TV commercial on Bloomberg pitching his company. Oh, wow. And I emailed him. I'm, I'm like, dude, I just saw you on Bloomberg pitching uh, and it's like, oh, he's like all these like financial commercials and stuff like that. You must be, I'm like, did you guys raise money or something? He's like, I haven't raised any money. This It's all just from revenues of from clients and things like that. So they have like fortune 500 companies wow. that, that hire them to do campaigns. And then they also have people like me, like startups and things like that. But it seems to have grown at a nice rate. And, and I think I met him through, through someone that I met at one of these, you know, event like tech events uh, in, in Santa Monica or Venice uh, a few years ago. Um, but it's, it's nice to see, you know, someone start something when, when it's just like one person and, 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 and then, you know, this is probably less than three years later. Now it seems to have a whole, you know, staff and he's doing TV commercials and he's, you know, one of the listed as one of the top growing companies in 2017. So, yeah, that's crazy. uh, yeah, that's pretty impressive. And I think, I think they're based in Santa Monica. Okay. And what's their, uh, website? Um, I think it's hawkmedia.com, H A W K. E, I think. Okay. Yeah, e- Hawkmedia.com. E- okay, well, then it got you Hawk yeah. with an E. Eric, his name is Eric, E-R-I-K Huberman. There's another plug for you, Eric.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and those, the website will be in the show notes as well. So oh, okay, So you know, cool. access it there. Uh, awesome. Uh, last question uh, for the interview is, uh, how can people connect with you?
1: Sure. Um, you know, with me or my company. <laughs> Either one, however <laughs> uh, you want to Well, you can know. go to modamily.com. Modamily is short for modern family. So it's modamily, M-O-D-A-M-I-L-Y.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, and I'm Ivan Fatovic uh, at Ivan Fat on Instagram and at Ivan Fatovic on Twitter, and um, and then I'm just uh, Ivan Ivan at madamly. is my email. Awesome.
2: Well, thanks a lot, Ivan. It thanks, was great Casey, talking to you. A wonderful conversation. And look Thank forward you to so hearing much. more about
1: your success. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you.